It's time for Yes, I Can Living. Entrepreneurial women all have one thing in common. We want to consistently improve our lives to be the best it can be. I'm your host, Kathy Alessandra, and I'll be interviewing inspiring women who think outside the box, color outside the lines, and live beyond the limits of their fears. They're living all in and playing full out, creating their best life and embodying Yes, I Can Living. Hey everyone, it's Kathy Alessandra, your Yes I Can coach, and we are here with an episode of Yes I Can Living. Today, I am super excited to bring a special guest, Sarah McLaughlin. And, you know, well, let me read her official bio, and then I'm going to tell you how I kind of happened upon her, and boy, am I glad I did. Sarah is a holistic nutritionist, a food writer, and a yoga teacher based in Richmond, Virginia. She created the Empower Bar for her friends, family, and clients. And after hearing how much people loved them, and believe me, you will love it, she knew she wanted to share them with the world. Through the usage of real ingredients, she believes food can be a beautiful and beneficial aspect of our lives, serving a purpose of nourishing ourselves while simultaneously nourishing our souls. And, you know, many of you know, I'm back on the health kick and um, really trying to um, just nurture my body with foods and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. And so I was in a program and Amanda Nybert happened to mention these bars and I'm like, I have got to know more and I'm grateful that she connected us, Sarah. So, so excited for you to be here with us and share your story or welcome to Yes, I Can Living. Thank you, Kathy. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you bet. You bet. So tell me a little bit about um, how and why you began your business. Yes. Um, so we launched Gratified, which is a natural foods company back in January of 2019. And I can tell you that I never thought I would be here. Um, previously, I was health coaching. I was one-on-one -on -one coaching clients um, for about five years um, and also kind of blogging and writing about food and nutrition on my website. And then towards the end of 2018, I got a cookbook deal. Um, and the deal was for a concept on gluten-free vegan baking. And I absolutely loved that process. It was always a dream of mine to write a cookbook. Um, and I fell in love with baking as a modality in and of itself. Um, and I loved working with people, but I think the contrast made me feel like I was meant to kind of do something more in the food realm. Um, and so I had actually created these bars as a health coach um, because I would constantly get questions from my clients um, about bar suggestions and prepackaged snack suggestions. And there was not one that I felt like I could recommend with conviction. Um, I felt like all of the bars on the market were lacking in one area or more than one area being, you know, taste, texture, nutrition, and satiation. Um, and so just kind of given my background in blood sugar management, um, and I had kind of studied um, metabolic science and, and everything like that, I created this recipe um, based out of that foundation. And I would give them to clients and friends and family and you know eventually 
um, people would say, these are amazing, but we need to start paying you for them. Um, and so my husband and I kind of got to talking about what our, this was kind of at the turn of the new year, 2018, 2019, about what we wanted 2019 to look and feel like. And he was like, you know, I think you have something with these bars. People absolutely love them. You know, there's actually a commercial kitchen that's opening up not too far from our house. And things just sort of started to fall into place. Um, and I had a lot of resistance for it actually in the very beginning because I had worked in the natural foods uh, industry actually for another bar company like six years prior. And it was just not a wonderful experience for me. And, um, but I think I realized that, you know, this concept, this product was mine and I was very passionate about making a bigger change on the food scene. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, everything just started to fall into place and here I am two years later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had my first delivery bars before the holidays and um, I, both the, um, the cacao and the Ray, the original and just um, so yummy. I mean, you talk about it, um, it, it, it not only fills my need for wanting something healthy, but it fills me up and um, just, you know, but yeah, yummy. You already know that. So highly good. Recommend. So let's talk about um, challenges and success mm -hmm. and actually, you know, overcoming some of those challenges. Because starting a business, oh, and then, you know, let's even talk about 2020. Well, we'll get into that in a minute because I'd love yeah. to hear how you, you know, what you needed to do or whether you did pivot at all. But mm -hmm. as you've been in this the last couple of years, how have you found or what have you found have been some of your biggest challenges as an entrepreneur, especially in a product-based business? And mm -hmm. how have you worked through them? Yes. Um, I would probably say my biggest challenge for me was probably me. <laughs> it was my, <laughs> my mind. <laughs> it was my mindset and the way that I kind of handled stress in the very beginning, um, and my own expectations and my own perfectionism, if you will, and the way that I thought that things should go down, and rarely did they ever go down the way that I had thought that they would. Um, and so, you know, from actually getting started, my husband, he is, um, he's been entrepreneurial minded probably since, you know, since like he was five years old and he's a, um, a lawyer, which, you know, I would recommend anyone who wants to be an entrepreneur to marry a lawyer. Um, so he was very encouraging and helpful, especially with kind of like the business startup side of things. Um, but for me, like I said, I had a lot of resistance to it. So I was kind of getting in my own way. Um, and it was just kind of like the stress management. And then I would say probably, you know, the human resources side of things, the, um, building a team when I had been kind of, I call it a solopreneur for so long um, and just kind of getting over those initial hurdles of, um, you know, I love collaborating. I think that there's a lot of advantages to it and it, it definitely aligns with me and it's very fulfilling and it, and it energizes me. But at the end of the day, sometimes it's like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And I also have to guide five other people. So, um, you know, I would say that I knew that I actually was in the right spot because of all of that. Um, I work very closely with a life coach, which I will say has been a saving grace. And, you know, as challenging as it has been, it has made me do the most work on myself and on my 
the way that I think and approach things. And so I know I'm growing as a person, I'm growing as a business owner. So I feel like I am in the right place, but yeah, I mean, there's challenges every day that you just have to, um, you have to kind of patiently navigate. Patiently navigate that. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. You know, I, um, I'd like to ask you just step back on the question because I, I'm one who as a life coach, life slash business, uh -huh. coach, I firmly believe that particularly for women, we need to have that peace because there is so yes. much integration between our business life and our home life. Yes. And, um, you know, whether we've got kids that are still home or, um, you know, husbands or significant others, right? And then a business, especially when you're starting a brand new business and you're in that startup phase, right? And finding that way to integrate both. And so mm -hmm. what were some of the, um, you know, maybe what was one tip even that you got or took away from, you know, working with the life coach that helped you really pull it all together and feel confident and em empowered, yes. know, power bar, mm -hmm. creation? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I mean, I will say that I probably would not have started this business or be where I am without my life coach. Mm -hmm. um, and so she's a very person, important person in my life and, and especially on the business side. And, and when I started working with her, which was pre-gratified, even when I was health coaching, it was mostly for the business side because I've always wanted a career where it is very integrated, right? Where mm -hmm. it fulfills me so much and I feel so aligned that I mean, I do believe in work-life balance, but I also want to feel like, oh, this is me and I'm doing this because I feel called to. Um, and so, you know, and, and it puts on another layer of complexity when your husband is also your business partner. Um, so she helped me navigate that in a huge way. Um, establishing boundaries was big um, and, you know, it's been because of gratified where I have started um, a pretty regular meditation practice just, you know, so that I can really get to know the way that my mind works. Um, so I would say, you know, meditation and boundaries are two of the things that have been crucial um, in kind of starting this business to my I lifestyle. I, yeah, cheers to that. I couldn't agree with you more, you know, even the, yeah. the, med the daily, I, I made a post this morning actually on my feed about the, the daily morning ritual of how, how do you start your day? How do you get grounded? Right. And before the day gets away, you know, and, and all the other things that happen right. <laughs> in the business zone. Yes. So, and sometimes it's just a minute, you know, so it, yeah. it's a game changer. Right. It, absolutely. Absolutely. So we kind of mentioned, uh, you know, 2020 and where that went. You, you mm. said you'd had a plan 2020, uh, 2019 when you actually launched everything out. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I firmly believe about having that big goal and the, the plan. So what did you find when, when things got shut down and all these changes happened in our lives last year, did you need to take a pivot in your business? So that's funny because I think no matter who you are or what you're doing, and I, I just wrote a newsletter about this um, to my audience, kind of addressing um, 2020 as a challenging year and, um, I think everyone had to pivot, right? Whether you're an entrepreneur or not, you know, whether you're had to learn virtual learning for your children or whether you just had to get more comfortable with that different pace of life during quarantine, like there was some thing that you had to do differently um, during that year and it's still ongoing. Um, so yes, so I think, you know, back in 2019, especially when my 
husband and I established kind of our, our growth plan for the next year, which all businesses do. Um, it was very heavily focused on the retail side of things. Um, we do have a very healthy online business, um, direct to consumer through our online shop on our website. Um, and so, you know, when it came to 2020 and just taking one day at a time, taking focus a little bit away from the retailer, because a lot of the times retailers wouldn't even talk to us. Um, they were either not in business or, you know, I remember one person yelling at me because he was like, I'm just trying to keep my employees safe. Like, I'm not going to talk to you about your bar, which makes complete sense. Um, but, you know, the direct to consumer part of our, our website, um, really kept us going. And we focused a lot on kind of the marketing side of things and leveraging social media. Um, and we actually established our online magazine on our website, it's called Healthified, um, which, you know, I'll say is a silver lining because as a health coach and as someone who believes very strongly in the nutritional education, that is always going to be a cornerstone of what I do. Um, and so I want to be a lifestyle brand, not just a bar company. So I am so glad that we launched that because it really allows me to fulfill that other side of my passion of writing and blogging and sharing recipes. And, um, you know, I do interviews as well. So um, that was kind of one of our major pivots. And I will say that I think it, it worked out beautifully. Yeah, love it, love it. You know, yeah, you're right. We all had to pivot one way or another and um, embrace the pivot. Embrace, yes. Embrace the pivot, yeah. pivot and, and, the, uh, and the lesson. We all had right. a lesson that we needed to shift and change. And it, and it was actually uh, my life coach helped me kind of see the pivot in a different way because it's funny. I remember the week in March when everything was starting to shut down and I had a session with her and I said, um, Ellie, I need to pivot. And she was, because <laughs> that was like the big buzzword, you know, um, and she was, <laughs> and she was like, well, you know, do you? And, and, um, and she was like, she's like, think about a football player running down the field. Like he isn't on, you know, the, the goalie line, looking at the 50 yard line being like, oh, I need to pivot in 20 yards. Right. He's actually like, he's in the flow. He's in the moment. He's pivoting when he needs to pivot. Um, and so that really helped ground me and kind of, you know, literally take things day by day. And, you know, yes, we did end up pivoting somewhat, but it was, it helped me just take that planning and like needing to predict because if there's anything about 2020, it was that you just can't predict anything. So, um, yeah, and we're continuing that's been something that's been, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. but, then, yeah. But, but you're right. You're right. Learning to, you know, I, I think, um, many entrepreneurs, the idea of sitting in ambiguity and not knowing where, you know, where the next thing is coming or what the next thing is we need to be doing and, and not being able to plan can be um, anxiety producing. Yes, right? um, for sure. But, but thinking on your feet. And I love that analogy of the football player, thinking on your feet and being willing to make that quick light, right or left move. Um, mm -hmm. That's the that's the key to a successful entrepreneur, for sure. For sure. So let me ask you this. How do you define um, success? Mm, that is a good question. Um, 
you know, I probably would have had a different answer two or three years ago. Um, I have always been very ambitious. Um, I've always been very goal oriented. Um, I was kind of taught to achieve and, you know, pick up the shiny pennies and, um, and that would get rewarded. And I feel as if I have done so much work on myself and, um, what it means to feel aligned and fulfilled that that definition probably doesn't apply to me anymore. Um, I literally think that for me, success is just alignment when I'm like in the flow with things and less attached to the outcome of things. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just kind of like a mind, body, spirit, alignment, if you will, you know, I don't want to just throw out like, oh, you, I'm happy, you know, because, you know, happiness can be a def different definition for everybody. Um, and don't get me wrong, I still have goals. There are still milestones that I want to achieve as an entrepreneur, but I'm not attached to them. And I'm not going to let that define my happiness, if you will. Um, I think too, during COVID really kind of helped shift what it means to feel successful. Um, and even this morning, you know, while I was meditating, I had a mantra of like, I'm doing enough, you know, because I feel as if I've always had this mindset of I'm not doing enough. And it has been, um, it's very destructive um, because it just keeps you burning the midnight oil and you're not, you know, a good productive human being for your business or the people around you. Um, so if I can just keep encouraging myself that I'm doing enough and at the end of the day, I felt like I've done enough to move things forward, you know, it's almost like a day by day success rather than that like overarching, um, I've achieved this or, you know, I've right. done that. Right, yeah, love that, awesome. So if there was something, you know, I realize you've only had this company for a couple of years and I haven't gone into what you did before this, but if there was something that you, wish you'd known when you started the business mm. um, so in other words you know what what would you tell your your pre-entrepreneurial self um that you know now um what would that what would that be oh um i think you know just statements of encouragement like stay the course um it's going to be hard you know but I feel as if I want to look back on my career and my life that I did something that mattered. Um, and I think no one can prepare you. I mean, if we could only talk to our first future selves, right? But I think no one can prepare you for the trials and tribulations of being an entrepreneur. Um, I remember listening to one speak at a conference and she said, you know, there's highs and lows, like one minute, and it's a roller coaster every day. One minute you could be giving high fives and the next minute you could be having a panic attack on the floor. And I have had multiple days like that. Um, I mean, I can remember in literally a 12 hour span where my husband and I were like fist pumping in the kitchen. And then the next morning I was crying on my bathroom floor. Um, so, you know, and I've never been someone that handled stress very well. So, you know, I think it would just be to a, a reassuring feeling that this is, it's worth it, um, but it's not gonna be easy. 
Yeah, no, there's nothing entrepreneur, nothing easy about entrepreneurship. I mean, it, it, I'm always right. amazed people think it's, you know, a walk in the park and you're making a million dollars and, you know, and uh, it's overnight and it's not, it's, uh, yeah, it takes, I, I love that. Stay the course, stay the course. Awesome. So, yeah, and I think, you know, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say my, my pre-entrepreneurial self, like I've always had this story about myself that I, I thrived in environments where I worked for someone else and they told me what to do and I could check the boxes and make the to-do list and everything like that. And, the, and there's still some days where I'm thinking like, this would be so much easier if I worked for like a bigger corporation and, you know, I had, you know, a direction that, and it's not true. You know, like I remember working in banking, you know, right out of college and I was miserable and I've worked for other people's companies and I was miserable. So it's just remembering that sometimes the mind likes to tell you things that aren't true, but just to sort of take the stress out of it. Um, but if you can kind of pinpoint those stories and realize that like all in all, look at the big picture and you're actually a lot happier doing what you're doing. Um, that can help move you forward as well. Yeah, absolutely. Good reminder, really good reminder. So what's next for you and Gratisfied? Mm -hmm. It's funny, we just had a call with someone and they asked a very similar question. And, you know, I tend to be up in the clouds, you know, the visionary, you know, I definitely want to be, you know, a household name brand and break into all the product categories. And I have people on my team um, who, my kind of like right-hand woman, if you will, my head of operations, she is so grounded and tends to bring me down to earth. And she's like one step at a time. So we make a really good team that way. But, um, you know, we have some exciting new products coming online, hopefully this year. Um, definitely want more Empower Bar flavors. Um, I think, you know, 2020 was all about increasing brand awareness and while getting into new retail stores um, kind of hit the back burner, um, those efforts are a little bit reinitiated right now. And we're looking into kind of national distribution um, and yeah, just new products and, and really kind of pumping out the content. Um, and so hopefully you'll see some exciting gratified things coming on market soon. I love it, I love it, I love it. Yeah, I, I was one of your online orders so oh, that's I didn't even realize until I was, you know, looking back at your website for this interview that you even had some store locations. So um, yeah, yeah, we're in, you know, um, mostly in the mid-Atlantic region. So not out by you yet in Whole Foods markets, um, but Erewhon market. I don't know if you ever frequent there. That's out in LA. They have about six locations. Um, we're in all Erewhon. So um, yeah, slowly but surely, you know. Yeah, big plan, very exciting. I love to see the, the grassroots and how it's already, um, you know, blossoming into what it is. Yes. So let me ask you a final question that I ask everyone is uh -huh. what makes you a yes, I can woman? Oh, probably because I literally tell myself that every day. <laughs> <laughs> I have to repeat it to myself until I believe it. Um, I think that... I'm an example of someone who never thought I would be an entrepreneur. Um, I am someone who has had a lot of self-doubt self in my life. Um, I, you know, I felt like I was always the person kind of even in school that like hung back, didn't really speak and 
I have just undergone this transformation of believing in myself. Um, and so if I can do it, anyone can. Um, and it really just takes, and I think what the foundation of that was, was my inner work and just kind of um, shifting from someone who would beat myself up a lot and, and not believe in myself to the opposite. Like I try every day to be my own best friend. Um, and speak to myself like I would a best friend instead of, you know, that berating self-talk. Um, so I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I would probably be far from what you would call like an extreme optimist, but um, I am getting there with the self-encouragement. So. Love it. Yes. Love it. Fantastic. Yeah. It's all about <laughs> baby steps and believing in ourselves. Absolutely. Yes. Sarah, I have loved exactly. this time together and hearing your story yeah. and where it's going and super excited to support you as an entrepreneur. Um, where, so if somebody is, I mentioned the online, if somebody wants to connect with you or, you know, buy some of the bars, where's the best place to, to go to do that? Yes. Um, so you can go to our website. We're just gratisfied.com. Um, and we also are on Instagram at, um, at gratisfied. Um, and so those would be the two best places to find us. Awesome. Let me ask you one little quick question. Gratisfied. Uh -huh. how, did, how did you, where's the name? Where did that come from? What, yeah. What um, that's something I'm actually super proud of myself. For because when we were trying to name the business, actually, um, you know, we were actually on a car ride back from um, somewhere a few hours away, and my husband and I were just jumping through different things. And I said, you know what? I'm just gonna let it come to me. Um, and then I remember one night it was um, I'm when I was health coaching, I was more on kind of the holistic side of things. I mean, I obviously had a nutritional component to my practice, but it was a lot of mindset. It was a lot of food relationships. So um, it's grateful and satisfied um, and as kind of like a amalgamation. And, um, you know, I firmly believe that there is, you know, the nutrition side of um, a healthy diet, but then there's also the how you eat, there's the what you eat, and then there's the how you eat, and it all plays a role. Um, and then gratis, actually, if you separate that prefix, um, is Latin for free. Um, I think I got that right, Latin. I know it's a Spanish word for free too. So it, it just means it's um, free of all of the, the junk that you find in a lot of processed foods. Right. Oh my gosh. I love the, the whole, everything that that stands for. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Really cool. yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today for this episode of Yes, I Can Living. It's been a pleasure. And uh, thank you, thank Kathy. You. It's yeah, been amazing. That's for your big growth in the years ahead. Uh, for those of you listening, I highly encourage you to head over to gratified.com. The bars are fantastic. Absolutely love them. They are a staple there for me in my fridge. Um, and if you have not yet subscribed to the Yes, I Can Living magazine, be sure you hop over to do that too. Yesicanliving.com. Um, you can get a copy of our print magazine, or of course, you can view the digital magazine. Um, in addition, we have our Yes 180 program uh, launching, and um, you can hop into that if you're looking for some mindset shifts and some business expertise. Um, you can check that out at yesicanliving.com too. Until the next issue and the next episode, I hope you have a fabulous day and uh, live a grateful life and be sure to remind yourself of yes, you can. All right, thanks again, everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.